0: Welcome to a new season of the Dunker Punks Podcast. dunker punks i'm your host jacob kraus i'm excited to be kicking off this new season today with friends of mine and the podcast they're going to have a conversation about brethren volunteer service also known as bbs and today's episode is an in-depth look at what being a bbser is like these three really put the brethren in brethren volunteer service because they're literally brethren like they're siblings like they're triplets and they're all doing bbs the same year. All right, take it away, Nolan, Jamie, and Alex.
1: This is Nolan McBride. Uh, so I've done episodes on uh, the Dunker Punks podcast before. Uh, currently, I am working through BBS as Youth and Young Adult Ministries assistant at the Elgin offices, and I will let both of Uh, The people I have on my call um, introduce themselves. Okay,
2: hello. I'm Jamie McBride. I am also doing BVS this year. Um, I am currently volunteering at the Palms of Sebring, which is a retirement community. Um, I specifically help with activities and um, work with the residents on both the healthcare side of the building as well as Um, the assisted living side of the building.
3: So, hello, I'm Alexander McBride, or everybody just calls me Alex. Um, I am working at Snowcap Community Charities in Portland, Oregon, which is a food pantry primarily. We also help with like clothing donations, but we provide food and some other services to the local population in eastern Portland around Gresham. Yeah, I basically am a pantry worker. I'm whatever they need back there. I'll help shop and care with cl- for clients. I'll help restock the pantry shelves. I'll set up tables for like um, big groups that come in uh, to help like either process food donations or whatnot. And yeah, I also process donations in our
2: donation area. I, I do a lot of things. Um, Alex and I are part of Unit um, 322. And I was
1: Unit 324.
2: <laughs> but yeah, you can't <laughs> tell from our names. We're siblings. We're triplets. Um, and last we're very
1: u- close. <laughs> yeah, very close. We all yep. graduated from Manchester University last May. Fun. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Jamie and Alex joint were in the spring unit, or no, the summer unit, and then I was in the fall unit. And we, each of us want to share why we went to BVS because I don't think any of us were all plan. We weren't. It wasn't like we all got together uh, when we were living together in North Manchester. and Went okay. We're graduating Manchester now. We need to figure out what we're going to do together for our next big adventure. <laughs>
2: yeah Yeah, that's definitely not what happened (laughs) i kind of um wasn't sure what i wanted to do next after college with my um double major of biology and religious studies um which a lot of people mention is an interesting mixture of majors but there's stuff i've been interested in for a long time um I So I kind of went in BVS to kind of explore to see what I want to do next and to get some more experience before taking that next step into figuring out what I want my job to be or what I want to do.
3: And I mean, I'm kind of the same on that, although I'm a philosophy and political science major, um, and so just trying... I mean, not only, you know, having a chance to serve and, um, do something, you know, like, feel you know, like giving back to people, um, giving back to my community. Um, and now it's a good time to do it, but also, uh, taking time to, I guess, uh, figure out what my next steps are. Because yes. I, I kind of, I knew what I was going to do up to like, Uh, up to college but then it's like afterwards i've just kind of been still processing that
2: yeah service is a big thing for me too echo
1: echo a lot of that though um mine was a little bit more convoluted um so i uh had apply i had three different things i was applying for this year um for a gap year and I was because I wanted to take a year to figure things out after graduating from college since we seem to be all listing our majors I was history and religious studies <laughs> um, and so i uh, I had these three programs and I was absolutely sure one of them was going to work out and none of them worked out <laughs> i was I was actually uh, if anyone's familiar with North Manchester I was seeing city in Kina Pocomoka, And I had just posted, like, on Facebook the day before that, well, uh, all my plans didn't work out. So I'm going to have to see what, uh, I'm sure I'll see what comes up next. And so uh, Becky Olm-Nagel, is the director of Youth Young Adult Ministries, um, emailed me. I had done ministry summer service. Uh, At that point, I had done it twice and I was gearing up uh, to do it a third time uh, as a youth youth advocate, which is a little bit different than the other placements, but that's a tangent that I don't need to go down right now. And um, and so she emailed me saying that uh, she was looking for someone uh, to do um, a, the placement in her office as the youth and Young adult ministries assistant, and would I be interested in that? And I was basically I jumped on that like, yes, uh, this sounds really cool and (laughs) gives me a solid thing of what I'm doing next year. And um, so, yeah, so I went into BVF knowing what my placement was. Like I was asked for my placement before I had uh, formally decided that I was doing BVF, uh, which is not the case. Uh, which is the case with some BBSers, but I don't think it's the case with most BBSers and definitely wasn't the case with you two.
2: Definitely not for me because I was, I had a couple different ideas, but then I changed my mind with the first one. And then I thought I'd go do a, go work at a summer camp because I'd done that the, I'd worked at camp Alexander Mac or camp Mac for short, um, in milford indiana the last four summers but i was kind of told to stretch out of my comfort zone and working at and the palms was one of the places that was suggested to me ended up looking into it and i'm glad i ended up here it wasn't definitely wasn't in my plans but it's been a good experience so far been here for six months and two days
3: and I guess for me, um, I had ideas of places where I wanted to go to, um, just kind of worked out because so I was, um, at another placement earlier that w- was really great and wonderful, just didn't quite worked out. The timing, uh, for me being there wasn't the best, but, um, snow cap was an option and, um, so they were very excited to have me here, and it's been fantastic. I've, I've enjoyed it a lot. So Oregon is a very beautiful state and very different than home in Indiana.
2: Yeah, it's nice being in Florida. Yeah, you it's got a very she
1: keeps telling us what temperature it is over there in Florida. And I'm here in Elgin looking at the snow and the ice.
2: It was oh. in the 80s today. And I was
1: swimming, walking around town. Oh, I'm so sorry for you. I do miss the snow
2: a bit. Anyways.
1: Yeah, I am by far, of all of us, the closest to home. uh, Since we grew up in Elkhart, Indiana. Like, Mm -hmm. I can literally hop on a train to Chicago, and then in Chicago, a train to South Bend, and Dad can pick me up there, and I'm home relatively quick. So what would you say is about uh, a normal day at your placement?
2: Normal? Okay. It's been quite mixed up recently. So so I start the day, Most most days I start the day by getting up and running before I do go to work, just because that's something I like to do. So I'll get ready for the day. One of the first things I do work wise is feed the fish. Yes, because I got put in charge of feeding the fish. Um, then I'll end up going over to work. Um, one of the first things I normally do is deliver the mail um, to residents on the healthcare side. Um, and uh, I make sure people get to their first activity, which is Called um, Laugh and Listen. Um, then I do some one on ones with people, um, usually, or I do some other paperwork um, involved with people depending on the day. Uh, go to lunch, uh, then get ready for the afternoon activity, help run that at two. Um, which varies from day to day. Sometimes it's bingo. Sometimes it's I take them down to live music. Sometimes it's some other sort of party or event. Um, And then I might do a couple more assessments at the end of the day, maybe do some decorating. It really varies from day to day. And then I'm done for the day. So um, my
3: normal day i'll arrive at the pantry um in the morning around sometime around nine o'clock um depending on how the bus schedule's going and whether or not it's delayed which happens um but um when i'm there i'll typically you know i check the temperatures of our freezers and coolers um, making sure that's recorded and making sure it's not too high um, or too hot and Um, afterwards, I'll basically, I'll double check, um, see if there's any, um, items in the pantry that needs to be restocked. Um, if it, some days I'll be at the back of the pantry where we have our, um, donations area and I'll be picking up, uh, helping to process donations that are dropped off from people typically clothing but we also get food as well Um, sometimes uh, my boss or my supervisor will have a a job for me to do um, and so I would normally do that Um, around 10 o'clock when the pantry is open uh, we'll have a meeting Um, from there depending on how many volunteers we are how many uh, clients we have uh, I'll either be um, in the back helping with donations, I'll be um, hurrying around just to make sure that um, everything is well-stocked and looks well-stocked. If we have a lot of clients, I'll actually help shop clients, which basically just means I'll follow them around the pantry and let them know how much of each item they can take. Um, We have a really nice system with that that was actually a previous BBSer um, helped to you know, make that system, which is really cool. You know, I'll have my lunch. I just basically do that for most of the day until um, the pantry closes around two. Um, from there, uh, we'll finish restocking the pantry or work on that or, like, get the immediate things that need to be done taken care of. Um, usually we'll have a lot of donations show up because uh, our donation drop-off area closes around three o'clock. After that's closed, I try to sweep, um, you know, just making everything look nice and tidy, finish restocking any item that needs it or setting up some sort of special activity and yeah, leave around four. yeah, done for the day.
1: I work from, um, eight or third or get in at eight and leave at four thirty, Monday through Friday at the offices. Usually, um, so I have a. Uh, I'm at the general offices of the Church of the Brethren in, in Elgin. Um, so I have my own office. A lot of times when I'm asked to introduce myself, I will joke that I'm Becky's minion for the year. Uh, <laughs> uh, Becky's minion for the year, because <laughs> uh, I do a lot of. Um, right now, right now I'm doing a lot of helping to um, uh, manage and set up and arrange. Um, The events that we'll be doing this spring. Uh, So right now, the two big things that I'm uh, really engaged on working on uh, are managing registrations uh, for Christian Citizenship Seminar and National Young Adult Conference this year, Uh, both of which would potentially be of interest to people listening to this podcast. Uh, If you're 18 to 35, then Definitely, if you haven't registered for National Young Adult Conference, you should do that right now. The theme is Love in Action at the Montreat Retreat Center in uh, North Carolina. And then uh, for Christian Citizenship Seminar is for um, high school uh, age students. Um, our theme this year is Economic Justice. Uh, we will be looking at how um, that how our faith um, integrates into um, this topic. And um, we'll be at both New York and D.C. Um, starting in New York, and then we'll be going to D.C. and running sessions and working towards um, being able to meet with your congressional representatives or at least people in their offices and um, share um, lobby about um, this topic. Um, uh, I just uh, last, I think it was last week, we had a Skype call, uh, Zoom call uh, with Susu and Nate at the Office of Peacebuilding and Policymaking. I know they've had an he- episode on the Dunker Pugs podcast before as well. <laughs> uh, so that uh, CCS is a joint uh, effort between the two of us. And yeah, so it, uh, if you go to that, you'll get a chance to see the United Nations. Um, we'll be, I visiting a bunch of churches uh, from a variety of different backgrounds and different denominations in New York. I was just looking up Obsidian Baptist Church, uh, which is a prominent African-American um, congregation in the city. Uh, I Also, people told me about how they went to St. Patrick's Cathedral, which is the Roman Catholic cathedral and ended up going to mass with uh, then vice president uh, Joe Biden. And, um, uh, but yeah, I'm I'm really excited um, to be uh, helping organize and arrange those, and this spring to get to go to them because uh, I haven't had the chance. I never had the chance in high school to go to CCS, and I always wanted to, and I haven't had the chance yet to go to Young Adult Conference. Um, so I'm really excited about both of those. Uh, but right now, I'm doing a lot of like managing. And so, like, anytime once you register for those, um, which if you haven't done, go do it right now. Pause the podcast. Go register. <laughs> uh, okay. but, uh I um, once you register, it gets put into a database, and um, one of my re- responsibilities every Monday and Friday is to check in and see who's registered and there's a few different steps but ultimately i get it into uh the access database we have and then like so, um so, uh set up to email you your registration acknowledgement letters um start um taking notes of who's paid their deposit i also help to like for everyone who is applying for ministry summer service, another great opportunity for college-age um, young adults in the Church of the Brethren. Um, this past, uh, everyone who's applied for that this year, uh, I went through and um, saved their applications and sent their application acknowledgment letters. Um, I've um, earlier this fall, I already bought all our tickets to go to the United Nations and reserves of the bus will be taking between, um, New York and DC. Um, I run the social media for youth and young adult ministries. Um, that was just got, um, I understand that was just started last year. Um, my predecessor would know more about that. Um, but, um, so running the social media, um, I'm going to be at Roundtable at Bridgewater coming up um, in a couple weeks. Uh, so, I'm planning a, um, in a session that I'll be leading there uh, with the people who are there. Uh, this weekend, we had the National Youth Cabinet in town uh, planning for National Youth Sunday, uh, and I was helping arrange things with them and take notes during the meeting. Um, Basically, whatever Becky needs me to work on, I work on.
2: (laughs) That kind of happens with me, too. I kind of do what I'm told.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right now, now it's a lot of laying the groundwork and planning and coordinating for um, this spring uh, and for the activities we're going to be doing. Mm -hmm. I'm really looking forward to. And, yeah, just whatever... Uh, needs to be done around the office to make our uh, help our ministries run smoothly. Um, mm-hmm. I've, I've learned that I'm really bad at staying set, uh, seated at a desk, <laughs> so it's not uncommon to find me pacing the hallways of the offices while I'm thinking through something or how I'm going to word something or whatever. I think it's worth noting that. Jamie has a very different living arrangement than Alex and I do.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. I have my own apartment a- at the Palms. Um, and um, they provide me, they provide my food. So um, unlike other VVSers, I don't get a food stipend. Yeah, and I live at the...
3: Um- the Brethren house, um, in, well, it's like the Brethren community house in, uh, Portland with, um, three others, um, three other BVSers. And they're a good group.
1: And Um, I live in, sorry, go ahead.
3: No, you, you finish first.
1: And I live in the Elgin, um, BVS house, uh, which, um, is just down the street from the Highland Avenue Church of the Brethren, uh, and with three other BBSers and the archives in turn, um, who is not, which is not officially a BDS placement, but also lives in the house here. Um, and we, um, since so we, we all work in uh, the general offices, uh, the other two. So there's the archives intern who works in the archives and then um, orientation assistant who helps plan orientation and retreat and so on uh, for BVS. And then the two work camp coordinators who are planning work camps this summer, which you should also go do. Have I shelled them off yet? <laughs> but um, we we actually have a van with our BBS house that we – uh, can share amongst each other. Um, and we uh, do community meals that we pull um, part of what we get set, put in our food stipend, we pull together, and we uh, cook um, supper for each other. Uh, usually each uh, one of us cooks uh, each workday of the week uh, supper for the group. Okay.
2: And speaking of transportation, um, during the week, I can use the transportation they have here for residents, but that's usually when they mostly run when I'm wor- working, so I haven't used them that much. But I also have a bike I can use. But I don't have a vehicle I can drive here currently.
3: Yeah, and I, um,
2: yeah I don't have a
3: vehicle. Um, we do have some bikes, which um, considering where I'm at um, – it is feasible to bike to snow cap, which I'll probably do coming up um, once it starts to warm up. But uh, most of the time I take the bus. Um, um, Portland has really good public transit. So if I do miss a bus or if it's delayed for some reason, I can also, um, it's a little bit further, but not too far away. Um, they do have like a, a train system called the TriMet um, and I've taken that several times, and it's it's pretty convenient as well.
1: So, what is your favorite part about your placement?
2: Um. Well. Um. My. It's hard to say a favorite part, but probably. I know.
1: I three, know it's an evil question.
2: <laughs> the three things. Well, like I'll say, at work. I, um, often enjoy talking with the residents. We have some good conversations, some interesting conversations. Like, um, there's one resident I've talked with, um, about, uh, the changes at Manchester, Mm -hmm. um, university, previously college, because they graduated from there. So those conversations are always interesting. Um, uh... I enjoy being close to um, the center of town so I can walk to the center in town and go to um, events that they hold there every so many weekends or Fridays. Um, like this Friday, they're hosting a movie at Circle, which is the, the center of town. Um and I also enjoy having the Church of the Brethren um, nearby that I'm very involved with when I'm not working. And I um, go help there on Wednesdays with the with the youth group. And I'm also involved in the choir. I've made a lot of friends there.
1: And they're sending you to Enyak. Yes. Sorry, I'll stop shelling my stuff.
2: <laughs> I am going to national young adult conference as well.
3: Um favorite things about my placement. Um I mean there's always something to do at Snow Cap, which is really nice. Um definitely keeps me busy and keeps me on my toes as things can change pretty quickly day by day. Um I love the volunteers that I work with here. They, they've all been very wonderful. Um, helped me a lot, especially early on and have been very friendly towards me. I love, um, yeah, yeah. Public transit in Portland is, is really nice. Um, it's easy to get to places or fairly easy, um, okay. to go to downtown, which I've, I've done plenty of times. Um, I also love. Um, I'm, yeah. Like the the Brethren uh, Community House is right next to um, Peace Church, Church of the Brethren. So I'm I'm really close to um, Brethren congregation, and they um, have basically adopted all the BVSers. Um, uh, they've taken us. Uh, there have been some members who have taken, um, taken me and a. Well, I'll be the to the gorge. Um, when we first came, um, the gorge is like, it's a very beautiful spot where the river went to see the salmon um, at one. I wish I remember all the names of the places that we, we went to that day, but um, he's taken us to Oregon State football game, a college football, as well as uh, Oregon State football. Um, versus University of Oregon um, women's basketball game, which was really fun. Um, they've invited me to a men's retreat this weekend, so that'll also be fun. Um, but yeah, it's like a really good group of people around here.
2: Yeah, I thought I'd mention, I didn't mention the name of my um, church that I've been going to. It's Sebring Church of Brethren, mm-hmm. which is in Sebring, Florida. So, And I've also had um, some of the people from church uh, take me places. Like yesterday, we went to the county fair that's happening in the winter because it gets too hot in the summer and other things as well.
1: The BBS of in Elgin is also, I think I said earlier, just down the street from the Highland Avenue Church. And I've been singing in the Highland Avenue Choir. And the Highland Avenue Church uh, has a whole program of um, assigning each of the BVSers a uh, family at the church that they uh, get connected to. And I've, I've really enjoyed being there. I think uh, my favorite part about being in Elgin, uh, working in the general offices, you get to meet all kinds of really cool people from all across the denomination and see how everybody, um, all of us there are really passionate about the church and about working to represent the wide, wide um, group of people who who are the Church of the Brethren. And it's pretty much impossible to make everybody happy. Um, There's always someone who's not going to like the way we're doing something, who feels we're going too far or we're not going far enough or whatever, uh, but all the people who I work with work really hard and take very seriously um, being able to represent everybody in the church, not just a specific faction, not um, their own biases or opinions, but everybody. Um, and of course, that's very hard to do. One of the things that was suggested, um, I, actually, I believe it was suggested by uh, my predecessor, Emmett Lacoste-Eldred, once a month I um, get taken out by one of the people who work in the offices and we get a chance to know each other better because you don't always get to know people um, just sitting in your office um, and learn about uh, the ministries that they are involved in and the way that they um, help um, this wonderful Um, organized chaos that is the Church of the Brethren. Um, But yes, I really enjoy the people. Elgin, um, the city, is a great place to be. I I kind of call myself a half-farm boy because we grew up on a farm and we did 4-H for 10 years, a very rural area. Elgin is a large enough place that um, it's more much more urban than what I grew up around and there's lots of cool things to do and to see and we've been using the library a lot the Elgin library is amazing and has a whole bunch of really cool stuff I will not talk about going to how amazing it is because I'll talk about it for hours <laughs> right now they have an exhibit on the Looney Tunes um, ah, oh. the, the animator one of the animators who made Looney Tunes um, last summer, their summer reading theme was Cubs and White Sox themed. Um, but yeah, uh, and there's there's a wide variety. There's a very elgin is a very diverse city. Uh, there's a lot of which makes for a lot of really good, delicious food to, eat, <laughs> to find. And there's uh, there's all kinds of things to go uh, going on. And um, being from small rural northern Indiana, it isn't overwhelming like when I go into Chicago but if I want to go into Chicago I can just catch a train um, uh, from Elgin just a few blocks from where I live
3: Is there a moment during our time at BVS that you guys found most exciting so far or maybe not most exciting but just like an interesting story from your project
1: So um, Becky, uh, my supervisor went on sabbatical Uh, for a couple months, and so I was basically um, trying to run Youth and Young Adult Ministries on my own after just a couple months of being there, and then I had um, the other people in the offices there to support me, Uh, but then one of the other uh, people had uh, medical issues, so it wasn't bad, it was just kind of a trial by fire. (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um so i'm very glad that becky as much as uh, not that not was bad i not i don't want to make it sound worse than it was but i am very glad that the person who had medical issues is lo- is better and is back now and becky is back from her sabbatical
2: the only thing can, i can think of is i similarly had something happen uh recently um one person was planned on being out Um, For a while. Um, The other person was not and and had a unplanned health issue that took them out of work for a while. So I was going to end up being the only one there running activities if we didn't do anything. And I'm not trained in all of that and some things you need a CNA for. So... Well, actually, I would have had another person some of the days, but not all of the days. So, um, I so we had someone brought in last minute, and uh, we got who had done similar stuff before, and it's working out pretty well now. Um, the other one eventually came back, but we me and the other person kept it running. Um, for a while until the person who had health issues came back, but it was like he literally got brought in the last day that the person who had a plan leave for a while was going to leave. But we made it all work out, and we're a good team. I think we're about caught up now. But I've had good—I've had a lot of good experiences with residents and with people at the church. And I met some other people in the community through other participating in other things in the community.
3: I guess an interesting moment for me, um, one of the the exciting days was uh, over the uh, Christmas holiday season or, yeah, the holiday season in December. uh, Snowcap has a bunch of events that go on, of course. Um, I think, like, the week before christmas uh we had a toy drive well a couple toy drives um one where we are we have a bunch of toys that are donated to us from a lot of different places uh we set it um a local church allowed us to use their like reception hall uh or not we set up a bunch of tables and parents could go around to each table and select different toys it it was amazing leah um the other BBSer who works at Snowcap with me, uh, we we were taken to go there to help unload toys with um, one of my supervisors, and uh, I mean, there there was a really big pile of these donated toys that we have set up that we're trying to, you know, mm. set up in a way that looks um, and just basically get in there and prepared to be distributed. Um, I kind of joked; it felt like we were. Um, it's not really the Grinch, but it, you know, he had all these sacks or like Santas were just carrying all these sacks of toys into the church. And it, it was fun. Hmm. Um, the, the one I worked at that day for most of the time was uh, another, uh, Christmas event called, um, I think it was adopt a family, um, uh, where local community members could, um, adopt a family. Um, one of our, uh, one of our clients um client families and um they'll have a list of like items that they need a list of like i don't know all the details of it but they're basically informed like how many people are in the family what is like what needs they may have or uh what they could or like toys the kids are interested in and um these organizations some businesses and other groups will buy all these awesome items and wrap them up for the families to take home on Christmas and it's a really cool moment to see having all these uh, piles of gifts for each family lined up in a this is at another church um, just lined up in rows as we uh, you know tried to help families uh, come in and we get their gifts and put them out in the vehicles and so that that was it was a very busy day, but a very
2: rewarding day. Every once a year, except for a couple of years ago when the hurricane hit, because it got canceled during that time. Um, we have an apple festival fundraiser here at the Palms of Sebring to fundraise. Um, it the front stuff goes towards stuff for the residents. But it's a whole festival. It's a big deal. The community comes out for it. And um, we set up something. It feels very much like, you know, a town fair. Like, I guess, even like the Apple Festival um, that happens where three of us grew up or the Maple Syrup Festival. It feels a lot like that. Not as big of a scale and all that they sell. So we end up selling, um, you know, some decorations and stuff. thing that people really like is the apple dumplings and the other baked goods. Mm-hmm. The apple dumplings are delicious. The banana bread they had was delicious. It's a big thing that brings in the community. And that was really fun to work. Yeah, there's a whole
3: lot out there. I mean... For me, I guess the interesting thing I could share is that, um, like, for me, it's really cool that, I mean, BBS has a lot of, I'm trying to remember what the partner organization is um, in Germany. Irene? Irene, there we go. Um, So, my community house, um, the three others that are with me are all from Germany, which is a, a very, it's a fun experience. I'm trying to learn some German while I'm at it, but. Yeah, that's a really cool experience to have. I would say BBS is definitely worth the experience, um, young or old. I think you will be able to get something out of. Um, yeah, it's, you'll get something out of BBS. Um, uh huh. When I found the, I mean, the project I'm at, has um, definitely been a great fit. I've been able to thrive the past few months. Um, there, there's always a bit of a learning curve. It's, First, I'm sure that's with yes. every new job that you have. But um, once I settled in, and I learned pretty quick and just kind of took off from there. Uh, you learn a lot about what you can do, um, what abilities you have, your skills. And, yeah,
2: it's, it's a great experience. Uh, I think we should also mention all three of us happen to be doing stuff in the United States, but you can also end up going abroad with some projects. Like, there's currently at least one BBSer in Japan right now.
1: And we had a couple different people from my orientation who went to Northern Ireland. You also get yeah.
2: more opportunities to travel. So there's those are usually a longer commitment.
1: Yeah. There's lots of placement opportunities um, all over the country and all over the world. Uh, I think we've all really enjoyed where we've ended up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're all really excited about serving Jesus in yep. where we've yep. been called. Yep. Um, so I'd really like to talk more, but it is getting pretty late and I have to go to work tomorrow morning. <laughs> yep. Me too. Yep. So. It was really great talking to you guys, and I hope that we get to talk to each other soon. Um, Thank you all for listening. Bye!
0: It's so cool to hear about others' experiences with volunteer service, especially because it's different for everybody. Being a full-time volunteer can be a position you seek out or something you just happen into. Either way, serving others isn't easy, and the challenges can differ between person to person as well, from relationships with the community you serve to the work you're tasked to do. And then there's the blessings that come out of the experience, too. I'm glad Nolan mentioned the National Young Adult Conference coming up in May, because I'm also a part of the worship team for that conference, and I'm helping in leading music. The theme is love in action, which I think reflects much of early Christian and Anabaptist theologies, especially the ones dealing with service like we heard about today. One of the worship services at the conference will focus on Romans twelve nine 9-18, which I thought of when listening to today's conversation. Let's read that as we close. Don't just pretend to love others. Really love them hate what is wrong, hold tightly to what is good, love each other with genuine affection, and take delight in honoring each other. Never be lazy, but work hard and serve the Lord enthusiastically. Rejoice in our confident hope. Be patient in trouble and keep on praying. When God's people are in need, be ready to help them. Always be eager to practice hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Don't curse them. Pray that God will bless them. Be happy with those who are happy and weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with each other. Don't be too proud to enjoy the company of ordinary people. And don't think you know it all. Never pay back evil with more evil. Do things in such a way that everyone can see you are honorable. Do all that you can to live in peace with everyone thanks for hanging out with us in today's episode and if you know somebody who would vibe with this podcast let them know about us dunker punks podcast is made up of service oriented adventurers on journeys across the world Inspired by the 2014 National Youth Conference, we've been amping up the voices of youth and young adults and featuring their stories since 2015, and this season we'll post our 100th episode. You can participate in the show by applying for our paid social media manager internship, thanks to On Earth Peace. This episode comes to you from Nolan McBride and his siblings, Alex and Jamie. My name is Jacob Krause, and I hosted, edited, and wrote the theme song. Suzanne Lay manages production. We're thankful for Arlington Church of the Brethren for providing website space for us and sponsoring this show. And you can find archives of our episodes at arlingtoncob.org slash dpp or through iTunes. Continue the conversation and let us know how you serve on social media at dunkerpunkspod or by mailing dpp at arlingtoncob.org Tune in in a couple of weeks for our next episode. Until then... Peace, Dr. Punk.